Cashed up. Second quarter, 32.4 only. Hopeful Beauty by three metres to Majestu Oso. 28.3 third quarter. Three metres Sleepy the Pegs third. Three metres Nephew of Sunoco fourth, 1-1. One, one. Sundod's Courage three back the Pegs. Rules don't apply. Black in the field broke. Hopeful Beauty the inside. Majestu Oso cruises up the outside though now. Majestu Oso after Hopeful Beauty. Majestu Oso. He gets two metres in front. He gets three metres in front. Hopeful Beauty trying to kick back, but it's Majestu Oso. Who's clear and he goes one better from the Inter Dominion last week. Majestuoso wins the group one. Wow, what a what a fantastic horse. And there was no just belief to run him down in the shadows this time. Trainer Andy Gath, who prepared three winners last night, and this was one of them. It was a group one win. Uh, and it was Majestuoso. Well done, Andy. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, he, he found his mojo. That win uh, at Geelong in the third round of heats, um, I just get the feeling... Um, he got something back that he'd been missing. He was wonderful in the Interdom Grand Final. And, and again, last night, he, he had that presence and that domination about him. Yeah, he is. He, he's a, quite a quirky little horse. And even at home uh, with his work, you sort of know when he's in the zone. And he's the type of horse that, that does have to be in the zone to perform at his best. Um, you know, he, he's worse, not too bad. But, but just a little bit better when he, he's uh, switched on. And again, you know, from that winner to long in the heat of the in the minion, he's sort of gone on from that. And, yeah, and at the moment, he, he's in the zone. So, yeah, hopefully he can play like that for a while. So where uh, does he go to? There's got to be a lot of options, I imagine, coming up over the course of the next six weeks. Does he, get a, does he go all the way through, or are you planning a little uh, freshen up? Uh, probably at this stage, we're planning to go all the way through. Um, obviously, um, the Merry Mile at Bendigo on the 7th of January, the $75,000 race over the, over the mile. So that would be his next target. So... We'll just play it by ear, but he's in pretty good order. You know, he's had a fair bit of racing lately. He's come through it really good. He was sort of bouncing this morning when I put him in his, in his paddock. So, um, yeah, pretty pleased where he's at. And he's still probably got a little bit more improvement than him, I'd say. Yeah, off the top of your head, um, usually I wouldn't ask this because most people wouldn't know, but ha- do you know how many individual trotting Group 1 winners you've had? Uh, no, I wouldn't have a clue, to be honest. <laughs> you would need a lot more fingers, though, wouldn't you? There's been well, probably, yeah, 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 no, there's been a few over the years. Obviously, um, Tonato Valley's got most of them, and, uh, you know, this bloke's got six now, I think. I think he's got five this season. So, um, yeah, they're, they're the main two, but, there's, yeah, there's been a few others along the way as well that have picked up a few as well. So give me something to do this afternoon, try and work it out. <laughs> a uh, Chinese whisper is another trotter. I, I don't know if you'll get to Group 1 level, but uh, we saw him uh, close enough to his best last night, and his best is pretty good. Yeah, um, first up at Kilmore, he galloped out and ran second, went really good. Um, since then, every time he's galloped, he's been knocked knocked over, so it hasn't been he, of his own hand. So, manners-wise, he's become really good. He performed really well through an Inter-Dominion uh, series, and I think that done in the world of good, having those few run close together. And, yeah, he's trotting really good at the moment, and his manners are really good. And we think he can go a long way. He probably can't quite sort of make his luck some like some horses, but he, he's got terrific speed and he can run time. So, um, yeah, he still might be six months away at the top level, but I'm sure he can get there. And you got three winners. It was nearly four, but you got three in Sanday, and I'm, I'm sure you'd be pretty wrapped to get him to win. He, he seems to be a bit more of a, uh, a Goldilocks type of horse now. He needs the right draw with the right race, but he got it last night. Yeah, no, he's been a lovely horse for, for connections, and, yeah, he's won close to 150000 now. Um, yeah, he's a horse that needs things to go right. Uh, to be able to win, but when they do, he generally does. So, um, 
yeah, if he draws bad, he's probably up against it, but he sort of hovers around that class, and when the opportunity comes for him to win a race, he's be able to get the job done. Uh, literally, the margin was small, but um, someone had to get the photo, and could that have went his way. Uh, catch a wave. Um, he's always had that boom on him. He's always had that wow factor. And uh, there was a bit of a draw, jaw-dropping return uh, when he won his heat of the Vic Bread uh, at Kilmore on Thursday night. Um, tell us your thoughts about the way he came back. Yeah, no, we're very pleased with him. Uh, obviously, he had a couple of weeks off after the, the derby and we are getting a bit of a freshen up, you know, trying to target the Vic Bread for him. So, um, again, uh, his trial was good. His work at home has been really good and he's improving his manners. But, um, yeah, no, he was terrific at Kilmore. Uh, Matty Craven drove it to beat him, which is fair enough. And, yeah, but he's just sort of put him to the sword. And the home turn, a quality horse, and yeah, he comes through that run pretty good. So looking forward to hopefully getting into the Vic Bread final. Well, that's uh, Friday. The semi-finals are Friday night of uh, of the week coming up. So it, it's a big night there. And um, well, the last time you you had him in in a a feature race to get into a final, he, he didn't make it, did he? No, he didn't. He was first emergency, unfortunately. But um. Uh, that's the way things go, but yeah, the little break since then has probably done the world of good, so uh, hopefully um, we'll get the job done in the Vic Bread and then we'll uh, have a crack at the chariot. Yeah, terrific. It looks like a big season ahead for him. And we saw the success of the Phoenix race last night, a slot race. Uh, Catch a Wave is being aimed at the uh, the Eureka, the slot race uh, in Sydney uh, later next year? Yeah, no, definitely, obviously. Um um, we saw how great that Greyhound race was yesterday and the, all the lead-up to all the press and everything. And it was, it was a great race to watch as well. Um, yeah, so it was great that Harness Racing finally got one itself and lucky enough to have a horse that's obviously hopefully good enough to get in it and uh, maybe win it. So, um, yeah, obviously that'll be his main target next season. Uh, and just remind me when, when it is September, I think, but uh, how much is that worth? Uh, two million. So I think it's uh, September the 2nd or it's a Saturday after the home and away series when they have the break in the final. So whatever that weekend is, um, so that's when it is. So, yeah, so so $2 million, I think. So, yeah, hopefully we can get some yeah. of it. So your trainer's purse will be right there, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, something for the battlers. <laughs> uh, good on you, Andy. Good good to see him back catch a wave. He does have that wow factor, and he looked pretty special again the other night. Probably no surprise. Look forward to seeing him on Friday night. Congratulations with your treble last night. Thanks a lot, Dan.